0: the Squared Sports Lane Freak Podcast. On the list of this podcast, Lane frick we're now at episode number 45. Yes, we're 45 episodes through, and there's so much to discuss in this action-packed episode. NFL preseason is rolling, MLB playoff race is on the way, and so much more, so stay tuned for Squared Sports Lane Freak, episode number 45. Let's hop into it. Now, let's start with episode number 45, how we always do with our headlines in the NFL We've got a lot to unpack, people, all right? I want to start off in New Orleans where we've got Taysom Hill and James Winston. James Winston is the best quarterback on this roster, okay? He is. James Winston had an amazing preseason so far, all right? In the little time he played last year, looked amazing, okay? Taysom Hill, oh, you can say, Taysom Hill had more passing yards in that game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, I mean, James Winston only played one quarter, was 9 of 10, and a touchdown, everybody. Okay? Okay. Can't get much better than 90% completion percentage in the NFL, everybody. Okay? Coming from a quarterback who threw 30 interceptions in one season, James Winston has improved so much. Come a long way from Bruce Arians' air raid offense to Sean Payton's balanced offense. All right? James Winston deserves to be the star of this team, and I think he will be the star of this team. Sean Payton, don't take Taysom All right? You chose Taysomill last year. All right? He got you a couple wins, but you played against easy teams. They weren't big wins. He lost against Jalen Hurts in his first career game. All right? Just a thing to think about, James Winston. Is the best quarterback in the Saints roster. He should be the starting quarterback of this team, and I think he is. All right, let's go over to another quarterback battle. Cam Newton and Mac Jones, everybody. Okay, Cam Newton looked great, stellar in his last preseason performance against the Eagles, but who else did? Mac Jones, everybody. Mac Jones looked amazing. All right, Mac Jones is going to be a really good quarterback in the NFL. I think he's a chance to maybe be the best rookie quarterback. We'll talk about another rookie quarterback in the headlines. But if he starts the whole season, the Patriots are making the playoffs. Okay, they got an offense. Of Mac Jones, Jonu Smith, Hunter Henry, an improved offensive line, okay? New receivers, all right? This is going to be an interesting team. They got Nelson Aguilar outside, all right? Just an interesting thing to think about. Mac Jones deserves to be the start of this team. If that was Bill Belichick or Robbie Crawford right now, I'd say, you know, let's not go with Cam Newton to start the season, all right? Let's just test out Mac Jones. A lot of people are saying, oh, what about Andy Dalton and not starting over Justin Fields? Let's make Justin Fields a starter in Chicago. No, I don't like that at all, okay? I really don't. Justin Fields is not an NFL-ready quarterback yet, right? Yeah, he's been shining out in preseason against third-string defenses, maybe even worse, all right? And he's been out with a good offense, Justin Fields, right? Andy Dalton deserves to be the starter of the team, and he is, and so is Mac Jones deserves to be the starter of the team. Now, one more thing I want to talk about in I NFL in the headlines is Zach Wilson, everybody. Okay, Zach Wilson looked great amazing, all right, against the Green Bay Packers, you know, his first game against the Giants looked pretty good, shot a lot of flashes, that's what's going to be Zach Wilson this season, that's what's going to be with all these rookie quarterbacks, it's going to be flashes, all right, they're not going to throw for 50 touchdowns, no interceptions, it's going to be flashes, everybody, it's going to be those quick money plays, all right, it's going to be maybe a 30 touchdown, 12 interception season from Zach Wilson, which would be amazing, that's what I expect out of him, all right, I expect him to have a better rookie season than Trevor Lawrence, yeah, Zach Wilson, We'll have the best rookie season out of any quarterback in this draft class. He won't be the best rookie when it's all said and done. That will be Trevor Lawrence. But as of right now, who will have the best rookie season? I'm taking Zach Wilson, everybody. Okay? Jets are a better team than the Jacksonville Jaguars. We were talking about Trevor Lawrence. Oh, he's got a good team. He's got Travis Etienne, a running back. Yeah, Travis Etienne broke his foot today. He's going to be out for the whole season. They got James Robinson. But still, just Travis Etienne would have been his security blanket all season. Now he doesn't have him. All right. A not so great offensive line. The Jets got Mikhail Becton and Elijah Tucker, everybody. All right. This is a good team, the New York Jets. They're not gonna make the playoffs. They're a good team. All right. They're not gonna be excellent this year. They're not gonna make the playoffs. They're not gonna win ten games. But they might win eight games. They might go eight and nine, everybody. All uh, right. They might go seven and ten. That's what I'm expecting out of the New York Jets here. I'm expecting a Justin Herbert, Chargers-like season out of this team. All right. Justin Herbert and the Chargers didn't have the best season last year, didn't make the playoffs. They got seven wins. That's what I'm expecting to have Zach Wilson in this team's here right? new head coach, you got Robert Selby, you got great offensive coordinator, Michael Ford. Just an interesting thing to think about. Zach Wilson will have the best rookie season out of all these quarterbacks. So let's move to baseball, everybody, the MLB, where I've got a big thing to talk about. Right? Everybody, Miguel Cabrera, people are saying, oh, he hit 500 home runs. Great accomplishment by Miguel Cabrera. Great accomplishment. But is it even a big accomplishment anymore? People are saying it is a major accomplishment. Just because 28 people have hit 500 home runs in their career doesn't demean the accomplishment. Uh, 500 home runs in a career is an excellent thing. Is a lock for the Hall of Fame, even if 400 wasn't a lock for the Hall of Fame already, everybody. Okay, Miguel Cabrera, the 20th player to ever hit for 500 home runs in an amazing way against the Toronto Blue Jays, everybody. Okay, got a standing ovation, even that Roger Center by the Blue Jays fans. Just Miguel Cabrera, an amazing career, everybody. Don't demean this accomplishment from him. People are saying, oh, it's not a big accomplishment of 500 home runs anymore. It is, everybody. It is Miguel Cabrera, his 500th home run over the weekend. That's about it for the headlines this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, top five, everybody. This week's top five is top five players in college football for the upcoming 2021 college football season. Number five, Chris Olave, wide receiver, Ohio State University, everybody. All right, it pains me to say, all right, Chris Olave, is the best receiver in college football. Goes to Ohio State, sadly. All right, just one of the best players in college football was the best was one of the best college football players in 2019. Definitely was one of the best college football players in 2020. And he's coming back for a senior year in 2021. He's going to be the fifth best player in college football. Don't be a bad. Number four, Sam Howell, quarterback. North Carolina University, everybody. All right, it's progression over every single year. It's freshman year at North Carolina, ball down, all right? North Carolina didn't have high expectations. It was Mac Brown's first year. It was Sam Howell's freshman year. But they still played well. They made a good bowl game. Now, the next year, Sam Howell's sophomore year, everybody, right? coming off of a big leap at his freshman year North Carolina. People forget, North Carolina was one of the worst Power 5 teams in 2018, and Mac Brown picked up that team in 2019 and had an amazing season, upset Miami in the second game of the season, upset Aaron South Carolina in the first game of the season, which was a big win North Carolina, South Carolina. Sam Howell's first game ever, won that game. Then the next year, going a lot of momentum, everybody, a lot of momentum this season. Sam Howell brought this team to the number five-ranked team in the country, sadly lost to Fort State. This team was good this year. Made it to the Orange but lost to Texas A&M. Sam Howell had an amazing year. He is the fourth-best player in college football, in my opinion. Has a lot of momentum going into this year. North Carolina, potential college football playoff contender? You never know. And, you know, it's just North Carolina... Getting a lot better at football, everybody. Okay, it's always basketball story in North Carolina. You know, they got the, their first five-star in like 10 years the other day in uh, North Carolina. Best player in the state of North Carolina they got. Defensive lineman, five-star they got. North Carolina, they're just, Mac Brown's rebuilding this program, everybody. And Sam Howell's been a part of that. Fourth best player in college football heading into the season. Number three, Derek Stingley Jr., everybody. People are saying, whoa, 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 why is he so low? People are having him at two, some even at one. I was thinking about putting him at four and Sam Howell at three, but I'm going to put him at three. Let me explain. Ball freshman year. Had an amazing freshman year like Sam Allen. Heading into his junior year. But his sophomore year, you know, he won national championship as a freshman at LSU. But it was an up and down year for LSU in 2020. And for him also, right, he missed the first game of the season because he was sick in the hospital. Right and Then he just, he could never really bounce back. He made an American team, didn't, maybe didn't deserve to. It was just interesting thing to see. Didn't have an amazing season, but, you know, his draft stock going into this season He's going off as of his freshman year, not so much his sophomore year. That's why I'm putting him at number three on this list. I think he's a chance to be a Heisman candidate, Everybody, maybe even win the Heisman, Derek Stangeli. Number three, Derek Stangeli Jr. Number two, Kavon Thibodeau, everybody. All right. Defensive end, Oregon. He says he's going to win the Heisman this year, and I don't doubt it. I really don't. I think he has a huge chance to win the Heisman this year, Kavon Thibodeau. I was the number one ranked recruit in the 2018 class. Okay, he was. Kavon Thibodeau, an amazing player for Oregon. Had a great season last year. Had a good freshman year. Going into his junior year. Potentially be the number one pick, all right. I mean, the highest pick taken off the board that is a quarterback, I think, could definitely be Kayvon Thibodeau, even the number one pick if the Lions have the number one pick and they want to stick with Jared Goff. I think that could be Kayvon Thibodeau at that pick, all right. Number two, second best player in college football hanging into next season, Kayvon Thibodeau. Number one, all right, you expect it, everybody, Spencer Rattler. I still think Oklahoma is the best team in college football, despite what the AP preseason top 25 poll says, all right. They have them at number two, but I'm putting Spencer Rattler at one, everybody. I am Spencer Rattler is an amazing player in college football. The best player in college football. And the best quarterback in college football. Not much more to be said. On the best team in college football, best player in college football, best quarterback in college football, Spencer Allard. That's about for top five this week. Leave your top five in the comments section. Yeah, I didn't know, everybody. In this week's video, it's going on. Right. Since Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold came in the league in 2018, the most interceptions thrown by a quarterback, is James Winston, because he threw 30 in a season at 44, but after him, it's Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, everybody. Okay, Baker Mayfield, it's Sam Darnold. We always love to say, all right, give Sam Darnold another chance. Sam Darnold hasn't had a season in five years where he hasn't thrown double digit interceptions. And that season, he didn't even play a full season. That season was 2015 college. And he threw nine interceptions, everybody. All right, that pretty much is double digits. And Sam Darnold, we always say, second chance. He was great in college. Was he really great in college? We're really basing his 2017 season. Like, he didn't have a great 2017 season, he wouldn't have been a first round pick based off of his 2017 season. They are based on a first-round pick off of the season before where he won the Rose Bowl, everybody. But he also threw nine interceptions that season. That was the last season where he didn't throw double in the digit interceptions. All I'm trying to say here is, everybody, uh, Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold, we love to give them a second chance. We love to talk about the great quarterbacks, very disciplined quarterbacks. Give Sam Darnold another chance in new offense. My rule's not going to change his interception problem, everybody. And I'm not hanging on Sam Darnold here but he's just born to throw interceptions. That's the same with Baker Mayfield, everybody. Did you know that? Leave that in the comment section. That's about everything you know this week. Now, training camp talks, everybody. All right, I'm sad. Training camp talks is coming to an end soon with the preseason training camp ending. But once that ends, we can do our regular scheduled school year at Sports and NFL Game Day, everybody. But let's hop into training camp talks this week. First thing I want to talk about in training camp talks, I want to rank every single division in the NFL. I don't want to pick teams. I want to rank the divisions. Okay? So, the first division off the board, the best division in the NFL, is the NFC West. you got four potential playoff teams in that division. It's possible for all four to make the playoffs. But there are four potential playoff teams in that division. If you got the 49ers... What I picked to make the conference championship, You got the Rams, the great defense, maybe the best defense in the NFL, and newly improved quarterback, Matthew Stafford. You got the Seahawks with one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, Russell Wilson, Jamal Adams, DK Metcalf, and then you've got the Arizona Cardinals with DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray, everybody. There's no doubt about it in my mind, this is the best division in the NFL, the NFC West. Number two, the AFC North, everybody. Right? AFC North, you've got the Bengals, the weak link of the division. you got the Browns who made the playoffs last year. you got the Steelers who made the playoffs last year, and you got the Ravens who made the playoffs last year. That's three teams in the playoffs last year, three potential playoff teams in this division. Number three, the AFC West, everybody. I, I see four potential playoff teams in this division. The Broncos could definitely make the playoffs with a new, improved Drew Locke. The Raiders definitely with John Gruden. Right? John Gruden coming back with a new swag this year. Derek Carr, new running back, Kenyon Drake, everybody. Yeah, they cut most of their offensive line, which is interesting. But Raiders can still be a good team. they got fans in the stands now at their new stadium, Allegiant and Sam. Just an interesting thing to think about. You obviously got the Kansas City Chiefs, and you got the Muddy Los Angeles Chargers, everybody. Right, I love, Justin. Well, love me some Justin Herbert. I love me some Drew Locke. All right. AFC West. Is the third best division, in the NFL. Fourth, the AFC East, everybody. Right, you got the New England Patriots, you got the New York Jets. All right, let's push them to this side, New York Jets, sorry, New York Jets fans. But and then you got the Buffalo Bills, maybe the best AFC team. And then you've got the Miami Dolphins, who are a game, a sliver away from making the playoffs last year. They had ten wins last year and they didn't even make the playoffs. They're four games above five hundred, didn't make the playoffs. So This team can easily make the playoffs this year. All right, and then you got the New England Patriots. You obviously got the Buffalo Bills. This is the fourth best division in the NFL. Number five, the NFC South, everybody. All right, New Orleans Saints. Drew Brees retired. Okay, but you got James Winston, like I talked about earlier. You got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the best team in the NFL. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, led by Tom Brady. Okay, then you've got the weak links almost a little bit. That's why they're kind of down low on the list. If there were two better teams in this division, they'd probably be the best division in the NFL. But you got the Carolina Panthers, who aren't going to make the playoffs, led by Sam Darnold. They just aren't. And then you got the Atlanta Falcons, where Matt Ryan's going to throw for 400 yards a game. who Calvin Ridley's going to have 100 yards, and they'll probably go six and 11. Let's say, yeah. That's why I'm putting the AFC South at number five. AFC South, at number five. Number six, the NFC North, everybody. Okay, Green Bay Packers, playoff team. Detroit Lions, worst team in the NFL, one of the worst teams in the NFL. Chicago Bears, maybe can make the playoffs, but not Justin Fields' third and quarterback. And Andy Dolan's not going to show out. But he'll have a better year Justin Fields, in my opinion. All right, so you've already got the Green Bay Packers, you've already got the Detroit Lions, and... You got the Chicago Bears, and then you got the Minnesota Vikings in there, but who can definitely make the playoffs? Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Everson Griffin coming back, and you got one of the best running backs in the NFL, Delvin Cook. That's why I'm putting the NFC North as the sixth best division in the NFL. Number seven, the AFC South, everybody. Okay, maybe the worst division in the NFL or one of the worst divisions in the NFL. You probably can guess who the worst division in the NFL is NFC East, but... AFC South is one of the worst divisions in the NFL. Second worst division in the NFL. Alright, Houston, Texas is going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL this year. Jacksonville Jaguars probably going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL this year. Tennessee Titans and Indianapolis Colts both can make the playoffs this year. Both made the playoffs last year. But just the thinking of having two of the worst teams in the NFL in your division, that's why I'm putting them at number 7. Number 8, okay, if NFL did it like divisions like how the NBA did it, no NFC East teams would have made the playoffs last year. And I think the Dallas Cowboys make the playoffs out of the NFC East this year, but with not a stellar record, everybody, okay? NFC East was the worst division of all time pretty much last year, and I don't expect them to be much better this year. They won't be as bad as they were last year, but they won't be the NFC beast this year. They'll still be the NFC least. That's why I'm ranking the NFC East as the eighth-best division That fell the worst division in the NFL, everybody, the NFC East. Now, I want to talk about fantasy football here, everybody. For all you fantasy football fans, I want to name three more fantasy football players who should pick up your fantasy football draft. Number one, Keenan Allen, everybody. He's not going to drop 45 points a week. he'll get you a consistent 15 points a week. Charleston Herbert's going to throw him a touchdown every single week. He's going to maybe throw him two touches, three touchdowns. He's going to have an amazing season, Keenan Allen, especially if you're in a PPR league. Take him with your second or third round pick, Keen Allen. He's worth it. going to get you 15 points a week consistently. He's not going to have a week where he's going to have no points, five points. He's going to get you consistent 15 points. That's Keenan Allen for you. Second player on this list, Michael Carter. Everybody, you're thinking, who in the world is Michael Carter? Mike Carter had the fourth most rushing yards in college football last year. Everybody at North Carolina had more than Javante Williams' his teammate who went in the second round. Michael Carter may be one of the best deals of the draft, in real draft, NFL draft. Went in the fourth round, second pick of the fourth round to the New York Jets. Just an interesting thing to think about. Michael Carter, an amazing player. He's going to be big for the New York Jets this year, especially if they're in the red zone. Jets won't get in the red zone much this year, but if they are, they're on the one-yard line. Mike Carter's going to get the ball. He's going to get a lot of touchdowns this year if he plays. And I do expect him to be starting running back this team. They still got Tevin Coleman in there, but Michael is going to be a good running back for this team this year. He is. You should definitely consider picking him up in your fantasy football draft. That's powerful for Train Kip Talks this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. All right, everybody. All the top 100 NFL lifts are being released this week, all right? This is that time of year where the top 100 NFL lists are being released. It's Patrick Holmes' number one. A lot of controversy over Russell Wilson being number 12 on some list. But I want to make my own list, and let's not do the top one hundred. Let's do the top 10, everybody. The more interesting top 10. Let's hop into it. Number one, everybody, the best player in the NFL, the best quarterback in the NFL since he entered the league, Patrick Mahomes, everybody. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the NFL. No debate about it. Number two, Aaron Donald, the best defensive player we've seen this decade uh, and the last decade. Aaron Donald, an amazing defensive player, the best defensive player in the NFL. Number two, Aaron Donald. Number three, the reigning Super Bowl champion. Actually, the seven-time Super Bowl champion Tom Brady. Uh, you can say, whoa, 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 why is Tom Brady so high? Why is he ahead of Aaron Rodgers, the reigning MVP? You want to know why? Because he's won seven Super Bowls, and he just won a Super Bowl, everybody, over Aaron Rodgers, beating him in the NFC Carpenter Championship game. That's all I got to say. All right, Tom Brady is the third best player in the NFL. Nobody at that. People forget, Tom Brady threw 40 touchdowns and only 12 interceptions last year. He is not washed. He won the Super Bowl last year, Tom Brady. That's deserving to be a top three player in the NFL. Tom Brady, number three. Number four, Aaron Rodgers, everybody. Okay, Aaron Rodgers, like I just said, he's coming off an MVP, everybody, through 50 touchdowns. He deserves to be the fourth best player in the NFL, at least. Aaron Rodgers, the fourth best player in the NFL. Number five, and the only receiver on this list you can debate me on it, the best receiver in the NFL, it's Devontae Adams. All right, Devontae Adams had the best season last year. Last time we did a top five wide receivers list, I'm pretty sure I put Devontae Adams at number one. Yes, Devontae Adams is the fifth best player in the NFL. You can't debate me on it. Devontae Adams is the fifth best player in the NFL. Number six, Christian McCaffrey, everybody. All right. On some list I saw one list that said Christian McCaffrey is the 33rd best player in the NFL. I can't think of 32 players that are better than Christian McCaffrey. I really can't. I can't believe that some offensive lineman like Frank Ragnar could be ahead of Christian McCaffrey. I really don't. I'm putting Christian McCaffrey as the sixth best player in the NFL, the best running back in the NFL, Christian McCaffrey. Number seven, Miles Garrett, everybody, the second best defense player in the NFL. TJ Watts cringing, saying, Whoa, 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 I should have won Defensive Player of the Year last year. Now I'm getting snuffed from this list. I'm just kidding. But Miles Garrett, his division rival, is the seventh best player in the NFL. Miles Garrett. Number eight, Jalen Ramsey, everybody. One word value. Jalen Ramsey's value is one of the highest in the NFL. Best defensive back in the NFL. There's no debating that. If he was on the market today, Pretty much every team who could afford him would go after him. Jalen Ramsey doesn't carry too much baggage. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, the eighth best player in the NFL, can't beat me on number nine. And the last quarterback on this list, Russell Wilson. Everybody, All right, I'm not going to go crazy and put him at twelve, but Russell Wilson really hasn't lived up to the expectations of his crew after we saw him after he made two straight Super Bowls. So, uh, he's still had an amazing crew, but he hasn't made it to a conference championship game since the last time he made a Super Bowl. Everybody, okay. That's all I'm trying to say. Ninth best player in the NFL, Russell Wilson. Tenth and last. All right. Another running back on this list. I'm sorry. Derrick Henry, everybody. I'm sorry, Derrick Henry, for not putting you ahead of Christian McCaffrey. But I really don't believe you are a better running back in the NFL than Christian McCaffrey. But I'm still playing you as a top 10 player in the NFL. Number 10, Derrick Henry really has burst onto the scene these past two years. He really has. I didn't think he would have a good season last year. He shocked me. All right. Had the most rushing yards in NFL history by a running back. Number 10, Derek Henry, and the last player on this list. That's about for my top 10 players in the NFL. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, everybody, what lane would I take? We haven't done what lane would I take in what seems like forever, but we're bringing him back this week. No more my GM at. Let's say, what lane would I take if I was the GM? The Los Angeles Angels, everybody. Okay, would I get rid of all my star players? Would I ship Shohei Ohtani over to the Mariners, over to the Yankees, any other team, and just keep on a Mike trying Anthony, maybe train Anthony Rendon? But the lane I would take is, I wouldn't do that. This is the lane I would take, everybody. Okay, I would make it my top priority to re-sign Shohei Ohtani, everybody. All right, Shohei Ohtani is one of the best players in MLB. Has a chance to be the greatest baseball player of all time. You can bet me on it. He has a chance to be one of the greatest baseball players players of all time. Shohei Otani. Can't debate me on that. You got to resign. him, all right? You already got Anthony Rendon and Mike Trout. Keep Anthony Rendon, all right? I know he signed to a huge contract. Has pretty much been a bust so far in his Andrews tenure. It's not for the rest of the season. You're not going to make the playoffs this year with Mike Trout being injured. Right? Just interesting thing to think about. Mike Trout, you got to keep on to him. You already signed him for 10 more years, it seems like. All right, you're not going to lose him in free agency. It doesn't seem like you're not going to trade him, all right? You're not going to trade him. That's the land I would take to not betray the superstars, to go after the superstars. And here's the area I would go after for the superstars, everybody. All right, I would build on more pitching. Yeah, you got Shohei Otani. Who else? Trade Andrew Heaney. All right, let's see the free agent market for pitchers this year, everybody, for free agents. It's Carlos Rodon, who seems like he's thrown 10 billion one-hitters this year. Right? Just had an amazing season so far, Carlos Rodon, And you got Kevin Gosman Right, Kevin Gosman having the best season of his career, Carlos Rondon having the best season of his career. You got to know a in free agency, but you better not take him from my New York Mets. I don't think you take him from my New York Mets. But say you get Kevin Gosman or Carlos Rondon, that's a playoff team. That's maybe a World Series team next year because you got a good team. You got to go after a new catcher. But you got Shohei Otani as a starting pitcher. You got Anthony Rondon at third base. And you got Mike Trout in the outfield with maybe Carlos Rondon or Kevin Gosman in that rotation next to Shohei Otani. That is a playoff team, in my opinion. No debate about it. That's the lane I would take if I was the GM of the Los Angeles Angels. If you were the GM of the Los Angeles Angels, what would you do? Leave your answer in the comments section. Now, best for last question, this week's question is, who is the worst quarterback from the 2018 NFL Draft? Now, we're talking first round here. Is it Lamar Jackson? Definitely an IZR1 MVP. Is it Josh Allen? Probably not because he just led his team to the conference championship game. Is big Mayfield number one pick? You could say so. Or is it Sam Darnold or Josh Rosen, everybody? All right, it might be Josh Rosen, everybody. Already on his, like, fifth team in NFL, seems like. Got caught by the San Francisco 49ers, signed with the Atlanta Falcons the other day. But in my pick... Is Josh Rosen, is your pick Sam Darnold? is it someone else? Leave your answer in the comments section. You know, I always thought Josh Rosen was never getting a fair opportunity, but now I'm coming to think about it. He is the worst quarterback from the 2018 NFL Draft class. Leave your answer in the comment section. That's part of the question this week. That's part of Squared Sports with Frank F's number 45. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squared Sports on Instagram, at Squared Sports. Follow Squared Sports on Twitter, at Squared Sports. Follow Squared Sports on TikTok, at Squared Sports. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review for the best for the content and we'll, we'll be back here next week in episode 46, stay tuned.